0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 2nd, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Today we have new so-called voluntary common standards for math and English for public schools. Will they become de facto national standards for federal education regulators? And if so, so what? The Cato Institute's Neil McCluskey believes no matter how starry-eyed supporters might be, there is very little evidence that a national standard will be a high standard. The main reason that Proponents of national standards are saying that the Common Core State Standards Initiative standards are voluntary is because they are deathly afraid that people will say, A, that these are national standards, not common standards, and much more importantly, that they are de facto federal standards because it is federal money that is pushing states to adopt them. Nobody... Wants, or at least no one's willing to admit that they want the federal government to control the schools. So they, they are 100% dedicated to portraying this as a totally state-led, voluntary effort to create common standards and that the federal government has no part, at least no meaningful part, at all in the shaping of those standards or enforcing of the standards. The reality is that these standards are not voluntary, any more than it has been voluntary for a state to participate in No Child Left Behind. No state has to follow federal rules and regulations in education because, among many things, the federal government has no constitutional authority to be involved in education. They certainly can't dictate what your curriculum is or anything like that. So what the federal government has done for about 40 years now is said. You don't have to do anything we say. You only have to do it if you want to take federal money. Well, no state has turned down No Child Left Behind money despite widespread outrage over the law. And the same thing applies to national standards. If you want part of billions of dollars of federal money as a state, you have to say, you have to sign on to national standards. And it's not just that this is federal money, but we have to remember where it comes from. It comes from taxpayers who live in states. So when a state says, well, we don't want your rules, so we're turning down that money, they're not just turning down federal money. They're turning down return of their own citizens' dollars. What do the data say regarding national standards and uh, better performance in Public schools. So the really weak evidence that national standards advocates are, are offering to try and sell national standards as a good idea is, first of all, this argument that well, every nation that outperforms us in international assessments has national standards, which is close to true, except a country like Canada does very well in national standards. Uh, I mean, on international exams, doesn't have national standards. What's more important, though, is if you look at almost all the countries that do worse than we do, they all have national standards, too. So that one th- that one supposed bit of analysis that is constantly offered to support national standards is meaningless. Then national standards supporters tend to just stop talking about any sort of research or empirical evidence. And the reason for this, it seems, is there is almost no empirical research on the effect of national standards, and what does exist is at the very best ambiguous. None of it shows in any definitive way that national standards drive better educational outcomes, and there's a great deal of evidence that suggests national standards might actually be a little worse than decentralized standards. And none of it comes even close to having the powerful research basis we have for having school choice, where you don't have centralized or decentralized government standards, but you make education based in school choice, make it run like a real free market. There we have lots of great evidence, and that actually works. And so the problem here is that national standardizers are saying something will work with no evidence that takes us far, far away from the one thing we do know that works and had strong empirical basis, which is school choice, real free market education. What about state standards? So the one of the biggest things that advocates of national standards point to, and this is conservatives and sort of middle-of-the-road liberals, is they say, well, you know, we have to have national standards because the fact of the matter is we've tried having state-set centralized standards So each state has its own state standards rather than school districts or schools. Well, since the early 90s, we've tried that, and almost every state that's done it has ended up with low standards. And it's ended up with low standards because invariably, when you have democratically controlled, government-run schools, the people who have the most political power in that area are the people employed by the system. So the teachers' union, the administrator associations, and they're rational people, and what they want is to get paid as much as they can and not have anybody hold them to really high standards. And so invariably they have taken either what might have been high standards and accountability and ripped them apart and hauled them out or prevented any sort of really meaningful standards and accountability from being enacted. And most supporters of national standards fully acknowledge this. They talk about it all the time. But then they just assume that, well, if we have really national standards that are somehow state-led with some federal quote-unquote help, this won't happen. But they never explain why it won't happen. And the reality is you have the exact same political dynamic and power structure, whether you've centralized control at the federal level or at the state level. And they really need to, uh, to deal with that. But if they do then it becomes clear that national standards are no better solution than state standards. Neil McCluskey is associate director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book, Feds in the Classroom. You can get your copy at cato.org.